0: You're listening to the Cute Girls Club podcast, a safe space for women to talk about sex, love, money, and relationships. Here at the Cute Girls Club, we laugh, love, and liberate each other. Cuties, buckle up, and let's have some fun on today's episode. Welcome to the Cute Girls Club, and I'm your host, Ja. Okay, I actually had... Another podcast episode about these low vibrational plates for you guys. I I may drop it tomorrow. So you may get um, two uploads from me. One today um, and one tomorrow. So the reason why I'm bumping it is because... The lack of accountability in women, I think is astonishing me because I have made it a life mission to try to be a responsible person and even when I make bad decisions or make mistakes or things don't go as I saw it in my mind. I will always go back to what was the part that I played. Even like in my divorce, okay, what was my accountability? You know, A, I shouldn't have never, I should have, when he asked me to marry, I should have said no. Should have respectfully declined like I had always done. But I also admitted that I was in a state of grief. I did not go to therapy. I did not do any of the work. So I had to shut my life down. You've heard me say that several times in 2014. I had to close my legs, open my mind, get me the help that I needed to be not only a better person, but a more and still an accountable person, but just a more, a better person. And how this came about is, is that I had two, I had one TikTok come across and then I had that was yesterday, and um, you guys can go over to uh the Cute Girls Club on TikTok and see the full video. However, so I'm on I because I don't watch face. I'm not a Facebook person. I'm more of a TikToker. We you know we've established that. However, I follow Darren Fleet, the comedian, I, because I told you guys you know, for 14 years, I had a lot of sadness. So now I intentionally laugh. So I follow people that will make me laugh. Uh It's a part of my, my therapy process. Because I, when I told her that I used to be a person who laughed and joked and said stuff, I ain't had no business, still working on my mouth a little bit. Uh People deem it funny, but sometimes I'd be like, oh, I went too far on that one. But that's neither here nor there, so i you know I, the reason why I clicked on the Facebook was because of Darren Fleet, right, so I'm over here, you know watching him, you know just literally crying laughing because he is hilarious about not wanting to take his his nieces and nephews. To the haunted houses. He admitting that he's scared. And he don't want to be. Up in no haunted house. I told him. And I I totally agree. I don't go to that. You know. Hell I can go down on Peachtree. And see something scary. I don't have to. I don't have to pay admission. To see nothing scary. But. But. How we get to the topic today. Of. As y'all saw it. Virgin sleeps with three men in 24 hours. I'm quite sure that's why he clicked. Because it's nonsense. It's nonsense from the gate. So, I'm looking at an episode of Paternity Court, which you all know, outside of uh, social media. Because I don't, you know, I watch Netflix shows and stuff. Shout out to all of the people that I'm naming and dropping today. In the video. No sponsorship or nothing. And of course they have nothing to do with my opinion. Or whatever. whatever. But um. The thing is. Is, is that. This case. Which was. I think it was Smith. Jordan. Let me get the names girl. It was. So, it's so many men. I can't even damn keep up. It was Smith. Jordan and Compton. So that would if you want to look it up on YouTube, that would be the case that you would look up. So and and for my cuties, you know I love everybody of all ethnicity. All across the globe. You all have nothing but love from my heart. But I am a black cutie. And so when I see black women come up here with the shit, it's embarrassing. It's heartbreaking and it's hurtful. And but it's also because I know this is happening in all races and cultures. I was just happens to be placed on display with this court, and, and 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 yes, does she have multiple culture people on there? But the judge is black, so of course we're gonna see some black people up here. So in this case. Y'all just, just the, the virgin sleeps with three men in 24 hours. That's just already just, you already know. We own the nonsense. And so, and cutest y'all can go to the cute girls club at gmail.com and correct me if I'm wrong. And maybe I did losing my virginity wrong. Because, baby, when I lost my virginity, Oh, please believe. I didn't want two more dicks in the same day. She literally... Say she lost her virginity and and had sex with three men in the same day. So... She gets up here in the courtroom. And she tells the judge... Now, and she laughing and she joking, you know, like it's like it's a joke and everything. And she's so tickled and and he he ha ha he he ha ha hell. Of course, I'm sitting here with the freaking side eye the whole damn time. So she says. That she had sex with Mr. Jordan. That morning. And there's some inconsistencies here. And I'm just like, well, are these people actors? I hope not. But she's like, she went to the wedding. Well, who the hell had weddings in the morning? Because she said she was at the wedding and she got, she was drunk. And so that's why she ended up sleeping with Mr. Jordan in the morning. So I'm confused because it ain't a whole bunch of morning weddings. Because people know, won't nobody be at their damn wedding. Tell me no more and when, but whatever we gon', you know, because I'm analytical, and that's what I I do for my primary work and income at this current moment. So I analyze the truth. Well, I analyze the so-called truth to find the lie, and it's some inconsistency, and it's some nonsense in this. In this whole thing. But what I didn't like. Is, is that. She said that. She was with Mr. Jordan. That morning. And then she had the mitigated and audacity. To put a horror chart up. Yeah I said horror. You know. She puts up this. She puts this horror chart up. And. On the chart, she puts that she was with Mr. Jordan that morning. Then, Mr. Smith was her boyfriend, she said. And he was throwing rocks at her window. And so, she had to let him in and she had sex with him at lunch. But then, she went to work. And Mr. Compton, she worked at the burger stand. And Mr. Compton... Um, where she said Mr. Compton worked at? Um, Mr. Compton worked down at the liquor store. Okay, man, I'm like, what kind of damn liquor store? Letting minors work up in they stuff, but they was, you know, uh, older, and I don't think, you know, child labor laws and people was enforcing stuff like that. You know, when you're a person of a certain age, over 50. Which um, it looks like all those men were in their fifties, well into their fifties, and they were some handsome old models. Except for, well, Mr. Compton, they could have kept him. He's still trying to have braids with a hat on. I wanted him to take that hat hat off so bad, cause I wanted to know if he had a uh, um, that that hairline that started the Nate. Uh, Like when Barn used to have that character who used to put that track on the ball head on the back. I was looking to see if he had them braids, but I digress. So, she had sex with Mr. Compton, but she got him on the horror uh, calendar that she did to him three times in that night. Now, I'm like, either somebody was coming up shop. It was some beakers up in here. Because. And maybe I jumped out the porch. With too big of a peen. Because my first time. I was like. Oh my God. It feels like somebody. Is literally trying to tear through me. Because it was big. And so. I'm trying to figure out. Who decides to have. Sex in the morning, sex in the eat. Okay, shout out to Adina. Okay, anyway, who does it, who who said who's jumping straight off the porch and having sex in the morning, sex at lunch, and then at dinner three times, but you supposed to be uh, I'm putting up the air quotes y'all virgin, and this young girl. Clearly was confused. And. I. Because you know y'all. Y'all know I come in hard. When I hear. The bull. Because I can't stand. And the reason why I give women. That be on the nonsense. Such hard time. Because. It causes. Men. To not only turn bad. But it also, let's just say the men who say, okay, I had a bad experience, but I'm not, I don't want to go and be with men. So I'm going to give women another chance. But then it gets to a point where they don't know how to even recognize a good woman. Or when they get a good woman, they don't know how to trust her and don't know what to do with her. So a lot of times they are passed and friend zone. A woman that's good, cause I got a friend that's like that now. He would definitely not, tra- he will not cross the line because he does not want to destroy anything that we have as a friendship. Because he also knows that he got a track record of fair relationships. He may not say it, but in his heart he know it, and he don't want to bring that failure rate over here. Because he also know that I'm clear- I would make it clear you don't get to treat me crazy, I won't deal with you period you it's an instant cutoff because I value myself too much to be mistreated by anyone so she she's over here she's over here, just giving her body away all in one day and she she puts this open her leg calendar up in the order that these men bust her down, and how many times I'm just like, "Oh my God, this is shameful, this is shameful, and she laughing and stuff like it's a joking manner, and I'm sitting over there, y'all know i'm thirty eight high I'm about to I'm about to drop and roll, about to catch on fire, watching. Because huh? I'm about to boil over. My pot is boiling over. Because I'm like, why are you laughing? Your daughter is standing here. With three men. And you don't know who her father is. But you laughing. And then the judge was nice about it. She was like respectfully. And she asked. She said, how did you go from being a virgin. To this, see the judge didn't want to just come out and say, "How did you go from being a virgin to a horror all in twenty four hours?" Because that's that's a legitimate question. But then she goes in and she says, "A backstory." She claimed that her father was strict. So when she went to this wedding, she started drinking and she got drunk, and that's when she started having the sex. So, so then the judge, excuse me, y'all. So then the judge says, respectfully, you was drunk twenty two hours later when you slept with the third man. She was like, "Well, no, ma'am. It was a little bit. That was a little bit of accountability." But I would consider that as a, just a sprinkle of accountability. And then she said she was she did it to Mister Jordan first in the morning at the wedding. Mm. Then she said Mister Smith was at her window throwing rocks, so she gave him some at lunch. Then Mister Compton. Was at work at the liquor store. And she was at the burger stand. But his brother also was trying to holler at her. But because Mr. Compton. Had a motorcycle. And he was the bad guy. She chose him. And so she let him get her a ride home. And then that's when she had. The sex with him three times. But I'm saying like. Didn't you say you had a strict daddy. Where the hell that daddy was at. When all the sex was going on. What was Mister Street, Daddy? Was it? So I'm, I'm, I'm like, mm, okay. Then, it all started to make sense to me when she started talking about Mister Jordan. First of all, when this baby, when this young lady, because see, this is the thing, even though she in her fifties now, she still was that little girl who didn't have nobody who was misguided. When she said my mama died when I was eight years old. And that's where that came from. Let me tell y'all, when you lose your parent that you're closest to. I can't give you guys a point of reference with the father because mine died when I was four, so I didn't know him. But I will speak to when my mother passed away, I was 39 years old. And I literally was giving myself. I was in such a daze, autopilot. Let me tell y'all how bad it was. I don't remember half of it. I know that I was having the sex. I can't tell you who. I don't know no names. I don't know nothing. Because I was literally on hurt autopilot. Luckily, I was not trying to be with these men. I didn't wasn't in love. I didn't give them any expectations of love. None of this. And y'all, this is how bad it was. I had not ever had one night stands before. I'm almost 40 years old. Before I've ever had a first one night stand. Because I had been in relationships that were long term. So I had no need or desire. For that. You know, I was doing shit that I was supposed to have been doing in my from 18 to 25 or 30 or whatever, I don't know what the um the uh statue of, elimina- of limitations on throwing that ass in the circle. I don't know. However, when she said that she was eight years old when her mama died, it explained a lot. And when she said, this is what she said. She said she thought she was had she had a love affair with Mr. Jordan. Mr. Jordan was the first man, Mr. A.M. at the wedding, Mr. Morningwood. She said she thought she had a love affair with Mr. Jordan that would never end. She said, but he left her and moved to Santa Ana. And he started sleeping with white women. And she said she didn't have a problem with the white women, but she did wonder what she was lacking. To make him not want her. See, because she ain't got no mama. She ain't got no mama who's who's validating and affirming her. She don't have no mama that's saying, you're beautiful. There's no one. Let me tell you something. I still carry that lesson and blessing my mother instilled in me to this day. I literally walk in a room with the attitude... Of, I am the prettiest woman in this room. Because my mother told me, you're the most beautiful woman. There's nobody prettier than you. And she was like, I want you to be confident, but not conceited. A lot of times I didn't didn't quite do well, but whatever. But she was like, you need to be confident, but not conceited. And so I still do that to this day. When I walk in the room, I will be sashaying along like I'm the prettiest woman in the world. I went in the Sam Club yesterday because I needed to get the physical card and all of that. So when I buy me some gas and things, whatever, whatnot. And I'm walking in there and I'm sashaying along. You couldn't tell me nothing. I'm on the FaceTime with one of my friends. I had two men walk past me as I'm walking through there. One, He was like, you're just so beautiful. I said, thank you, sugar, and kept walking. Had another one. Oh, my God, you looking nice today, and you smell good. Thank you, sweet pea. You have a beautiful day, too. Kept walking. But that's because my mother taught me that I'm a beautiful woman, that I'm confident. And then one of my lessons, when I had to have the, the um birds and the bees talk and the cycle and all of that. She let me know, oh, these men gonna tell you you beautiful. They gonna tell you everything. Told me flat out because my mother was an absolutely beautiful woman, but she told me flat out. She said, no disrespect to women who are a little bit less attractive. She said, but pretty women catch hell because they don't. They you cannot recognize who's there for you. Or who's there to get in your panties? Because you got a lot of people vying for a spot between your thighs. And she told me this. She said, so, A, don't be giving your shit to everybody. You a, you hold out. You be like, whatever. You let the, you, you know, my mama was like, she really was a G. She was like, you ask them, what, 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 what are you doing? What what make you what make you so good enough that I should give you any part of me? I shouldn't even be speaking to you. And if you got daughters, that's what you should be teaching them. If you got sons, you should be teaching them not to get a self to no easy ass woman. And so, when she said, my mama died when I was eight years old, I was like, okay, now it makes sense. This baby was looking for love. She was looking for love. Because her daddy, her daddy was strict. Her daddy up here strict as hell. He probably was trying to figure out his own life. I don't know if she had other siblings. I don't know what the dynamics was. I don't know if he got her a stepmama. I don't know if the stepmama received it. She didn't give us that backdrop. But these are moving parts. As the reason why this baby is sitting up in here giving up virginity. Sleeping with three fools in one day. But she said she thought she had a love affair with Mr. Jordan. That was never ending. He left her and moved to Santa Ana and started sleeping with white women. And she said she didn't have a problem with white women. But she wondered, what was she lacking? Let me tell you something. Women, please stop internalizing the things men do to you. Because a lot of times, they just doing whatever they want to do for whatever that moment, so they can get the feeling of ejaculation. They ain't even thinking about you. So what you lacking doesn't matter because they just want the ejaculation. They don't care about you, about what they hurting you. They don't care about any of that. She said, so she was wondering what she was lacking or what they had that she didn't. So when she did, when she did realize that she was pregnant, And he asked her was she pregnant because she said he must have heard I gather this is not a big town that she was pregnant and so she told Mr. Jordan no. And she said at the time she was so angry with him that she didn't like him. And Mr. Jordan sitting up in there still unbothered. He was cool, cooler than a fan. He just came out his mouth and said she told me I wasn't a father, so I got married, started a family, and moved on, forgot about the situation, and ain't thought about it or dealt with it since today, since now. Because these men, they coming for the sex. They not coming with no relationship with you. They not coming to love you. They dang sure ain't coming for your uh, your children that, that you had. They not, they not coming for none of that. That man literally had sex with her that morning, moved to Santa Ana, moved moved on to another city, started dating women, then started him a whole new family, got him a wife, and ain't thought about this woman again, let alone her baby. Then, Later on, she says, I told these men. This is what she told them. She told Mr. Smith he, he was the father. She told Mr. Compton he was the father. Then she later on said she told Mr. Joy, he might be the father. And the baby named Sharikiana, Shakishiana. It I it's a it's it's a it's a um okay I'm not gonna do that today I ugh, I'm gonna be good but this baby girl so the so this woman's daughter Shaquille Kiana I'm gonna say the baby this little sweet baby bless her heart now this now she's standing here in this court she's thirty five years old now she's thirty five years old in this court with her mama. And three possible daddies, all these people in their fifties. So this girl, this baby, says when she was eighteen, she started to rebel, and she wanted to know who her father was, but her mother would never give her a straight answer. The judge said, "I can believe that." Then, this girl, this young girl, says, "So because she was, she was young." And she was confused, and she was rebelling. She said she 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 said her mother led her to believe that Mister Jordan was actually her father, but she had told Mister Jordan he wasn't a father. But Mister Smith was paying the child support because Mister Smith uh, signed the birth certificate, so Mister Smith was paying the child support, and then Mister Compton. We'll tell you about his I'm gonna tell you about his nonsense later. So this baby said that because she was rebelling and she could never get a straight outside her mama, she contacts Mr. Jordan and he told her, Your mama told me you I wasn't a father, and hung up in this baby's face. And she said after that encounter, it made her have resentment. Toward men. Now this baby is standing here with her hair cut off like a boy. With 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 which you know, with what and, and of course I wore plenty of short haircuts. And I done seen a lot of women with, you know, short haircuts, beats and everything look feminine as all our those, But this was not the case. She had on a men's suit with a men's button down shirt. So, based on the outfit, it would make you think that her dating preference was women. Nothing wrong with that. But what I don't like is how she got there. Because you ain't going to tell me when this man hung up in her face and told her he wasn't her daddy. And she said it made her feel resentment toward men. You can't negate this baby's feelings because this whole outfit says this impacted me. I can't trust men. I can't rely on men. I can't deal with men because they're they're, they're hurtful. So she's trying to protect herself the best she can against all these people, and so then. Now, I will say, Mr. Jordan, even though he was cool and unbothered, he did make a valid statement. He says, he says, why would you have resentment toward men when it wasn't men who lied to you? I said, oh, shit. Oh, shit. I said, Mr. Jordan, over there unbothered, but his gun is cocked and loaded and he's shooting. He throwing shots at her mama, at this mama, hot pants. And he, that was a valid statement. But you got to realize this is a child. A lot of times the thought is not, they don't have the, the uh, cognitive skills to have the rationality in an order that we would, that's, that we would necessarily de- deem to be orderly. So even though he had a valid point, he still can't negate this child's feelings. And she did, you know, she 35. She said, When I was a young girl and I called you, I didn't understand. Of course, I understand that now you weren't the one that lied to me, and it was my mother. But you know how much pain she had to go through from a child getting hung up in the face and then having to play that back over and over to 35 years old? And then this is the thing. This is where the mama had thrown me in the damn dirt. She had this baby around all three of these men's family. She would literally. Mr. Joy and Mama accepted this baby as her grandchild to her dying day which is the one who told her she he wasn't even the daddy. But she still would bring this child around his family. And this boy, Mama, accepted this child. And so she would, she would literally say, she sat up in this court and said, on Thanksgiving, I would get up early in the morning, and I would go to each one of them's house, one at breakfast. And she would take this baby girl over here to these family members' house. And make rounds on Thanksgiving. She'll go have breakfast at one house. Lunch at another family member And dinner at another one. So all of these men's families accepting this baby. And so. The part also that's messed up. Is about Mr. Smith. So, Mr. Smith was the one. She told Mr. Smith he was the daddy. You the pappy. That's my ex-husband. Shout out to him. He used to tickle me. He'll watch Mar and be like, Oh, no, that man ain't the pappy. That ain't the pappy. Who the the pappy? Why she gonna say that ain't the pappy? And I would be in crying that. I would be crying that. However, Mr. Smith is paying his child support. He signed the birth certificate. He 35 years old. This child 35 years old. Mr. Smith says that he still is paying child support in his 50s. Because he's in the rears. Then she holler out, well, I don't know how he got on child support. Yes, you do. He signed the birth certificate. So at that point, he legitimized that child. So, when she got it, if, she, had, if he, she did not go out, go down, and place a child support order on Mr. Smith, and Mr. Smith got child support taken out on him, and he's on arrears and all of this good stuff, that means, ma'am, you receive public assistance for Shakishiana or whatever the baby name is. You receive child support. You receive public assistance. And let me tell you something. When the state has to go with the food stamps, the WIC, the pay for the birth, the um, when the state pays for all of this stuff, that's how these men's child support bills get to be so high. This is how they end up with these child abandonment felonies placed against them so that they're flagged at the uh. When they try to apply for a passport. And not be able to leave the country. This is how this is done. But because Mr. Smith. He was also in his 50s. That's that old school. Because during those times. Children that was born in the. in I would say. Really from the 2000s. On back. Especially in black cultures. Especially in poorer cultures. Because you had to have a lot of money back in the day to be able to get a paternity test. Also, I'm not for sure when the courts started actually doing child support, doing DNA testing for child support. I will have to look up for that later. However, Once she got any government assistance, I don't care if it was Medicaid, Medicare—I don't know which one, y'all—because I've never been able to qualify for any of this shit. I can't tell you the difference. I think it's Medicare is for children and underprivileged. I think Medicaid is for the Social Security. Charge don't charge it don't charge it to my heart. Anyway. Once she received any government assistance, then at that point, that's when Mr. Smith's bill started to rack up with the government, and of course, they want their money back. And because he's listed on the birth certificate, and he's from the era that if a woman say the baby is his, okay. And then when you look at this baby girl, she was a pretty girl. She got these these um, the tiger hazel eyes. Like a beautiful bingo bingo tiger, but Mr. Jordan was standing there with them eyes, Mr. Smith was standing there with them eyes, and Mr. Compton's eyes was a little bit lighter, but they weren't weren't as distinctive as the other two gentlemen so it's no way that when she said, "When this baby sitting here opened up these beautiful eyes, none of them questioned it because they got these same kind of eyes. So clearly uh, the mama had a type and so Mr. Smith has been vaginally victimized because she got him up here on the child support and I gather he was the weakest link so she was able to coerce him into signing the birth certificate. And you got to think about it. They didn't question it back then. If you said they was the daddy, they'd be like, well, okay. Let me take care of little Shakishiana whatever the baby name. So, he just, he just signed it and, and was like, okay. Without question. And please understand, the judge gets hot. She says, you mean to tell me you let this man... Sign the birth certificate when you know you had slept with two other men that same day and it was two other possible fathers. She was like, yes, I did. Y'all are so fucking pissed off. You're going to sit there and act unaccountable, unfazed, and unbothered that you didn't lie knowing that you you didn't lie to the court. You you, you didn't tell the court because they asked you. Are they any potential fathers, but because you knew he you had him on that birth certificate, he was on the hook. then she gonna sit up in there and just she was just unaccountable, and then she was like sometimes she would be. Not only unbothered, but unremorseful. Because she was just like, it just happened like that. It just happened. And the judge was like, no, it didn't just happen. You made this mess. She was like, you created this mess. Then she tried to get a little corner piece of accountability. Because she said, this is a mess that I've made. And I'm just trying to clean it up for my daughter. And get her some closure. But I'm like, ma'am, the damage is already done. Their daughter don't like men. These men are sitting up in here because Mr. Smith was like, I didn't know nothing about none of these people. He literally is up here paying child support. He up on the state. He all in the rears. And he's sitting there in this courtroom and he just not found out about these two men that day. So he done been he thinking he coming to court probably for this paternity court, and then he get ambushed by two other men. And you done damaged this child with your nonsense. The baby say the way Mr. Jordan treated her. Made her resent men. So now your child dislike men. And choose to be with women. Because you. Wanted to be. A hot mama. And again like I said. I get where that horn came from. She didn't have no mama. She didn't have nobody. Guiding her. Affirming her. And talking to her. So the main reason cute is that. Of this th- this episode is that I want y'all, if you got daughters, uplift your daughters and start now. And if you've been one of them ones where you've said hurtful things to your daughter, I need you to apologize because the hurtful shit stays with them forever. I'll never forget. I told my mom, I said, I'm going to be the black uh, Martha Stewart. She said, well, you're going to have to lose weight. And I said, well, I got the fat gene from you. So, I guess your fat ass is going to have to help me, huh? And she got pissed. Because, see, I ain't never been the one for you to think you're going to talk to me crazy. I ain't never scared, ever been. And you know if I go up against the person who gave me life, anybody else was in trouble, especially back in my 20s when she said that hurtful shit to me. But she said that to me in my twenties. I'm in my fifties, and it still carries with me because she never said she was sorry. Because y'all say so much hate for shit that you forget the shit you done said. So if you done been, if you that one that get greasy and down and grimy and saying hurtful things and killing your children's dreams because you're mad because they look like they daddy. You're mad because you made a bad vaginal decision and you're stewing in it? That's why we have an accountability. I had to bump. Y'all, y'all done got on my damn nerves so bad. I had to bump the low vibrational plate. Because y'all up in here lacking accountability. And so then, when she has the baby. The judge said, "Well, was Mister Jordan at the um at the birth?" And she was like, "No." She said, "Well, was um uh, Mister Mister Smith, Mister um Compton, got to go at the um go to the um birth of another baby?" She says, "No." She said. Uh Mr. Compton tried to come up in the hospital. Mr. Compton then drove his motorcycle through the through the dang waiting room or the emergency room to try to see his baby be born. Because she didn't told Mr. J- Mr. Compton he the daddy. She didn't told Mr. Smith he the pappy. So. Mr. Smith, Mr. Compton like, oh no, yo, I'm not finna miss my baby being born. He done roll his motorcycle up into the, into the dang on ER. So she done had the security to remove him. And she gonna tell Mr. Compton, I, that, yeah, cause you was ignorant. Hey QDG, I had such a little bit of a technical difficulties there. But ignorant, I'm like. How you going to call that man ignorant? Ignorant is sleeping with three men in one day, telling two men that they were definitely father and one that he was a possible. This is a baby. This is not spades. You got two and a possible. I was just like, she didn't told that man he was ignorant and he was emotional because he was like, you going to put a restraining order against me and call me ignorant when you drove me to be ignorant. Because this is the thing, you can't tell somebody that that's a baby, and especially if there's a person who wants their children. Which it sounded like this a man who wanted his children, because Mister Jordan was sitting over there unbothered. He was like he could take a leave this baby, but Mister Compton was like I'm willing to ride my motorcycle up in these people ER like Arthur Fonzarelli. Uh... I was going I'm willing to get put out of this hospital to get to see my baby get born, and so you didn't call security you didn't put a restraining order against a man, and they ain't gonna call him ignorant. I was just like, Come on now, and this the type of woman when these men are talking about black women ain't this we masculine a lot of this stuff ain't even masculine, a lot of it is just stupid it's heart it's heartbreaking it's harmful. And again, I get the root cause, but it does not negate the damages that have been done. And I'm not trying to be mean. You think it took you all the way into your 50s to try to rectify this? And all of that is because this child is pressing you. Because she wants to know who her father is. Now you didn't say this man was uh was ignorant. But he wasn't ignorant when you were saying that he had a motorcycle and you took him home. He he was the third person and you done did it to him three times. So clearly, Miss Virgin, you must have liked it. See, I don't understand this here kind of virgin. Cause I don't know no virgin who uh wanna go five rounds in a day. I just I mean, and I'ma need my cuties. Um uh, send me shoot me a message. Either on TikTok, the Cute Girls Club, or uh, or uh, uh, send me an email at thecutegirlsclub at gmail.com. or you can send me an inbox on Instagram, the Cute Girls Club. But how you gonna say this man ignorant? And this is the thing: it's a lot of woman women. I want that you like a bad boy till it's time to deal with them being bad. When the rubber started hitting the road. Now the man ignorant. Now you're gonna say this man ignorant. And he was right when he said you drove me to ignorance. Because that you done put that man on your little vaginal roller coaster. You done told this man nerves up because he thinking he got a baby. But the one I had feel the sorrows for, Miss Deborah, that's the mom name. Miss Deborah done told my nerves up. Because Mr. Smith is the true victim. Because we got here, you know, to the end, you got, she says, to Mr. Compton, in the case of blah 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 blah, you are not the father. Now Mr. Compton then got up in here, he done rode motorcycles up in the in the ER. He didn't got security done put him out. He didn't put himself in a position that they could have arrest him and he could have got jail time, all because he trying to see a baby that ain't his be born. Then we get up there dun 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 dun, and you got uh little little Shakishiana. Uh, oh God, y'all, I'm just tearing the baby name up. And um and Mister Jordan and Mister Smith on both sides of her pictures. So they got their little three pictures up. And then the judge is like in the in the case of Miss Mr. Jordan, you are the father. Now, Mr. Jordan then literally missed out on his whole child's life. Even though he don't seem to be remorseful, unbothered or whatever, because he has no emotional attachment to this child because he was told he wasn't the father. So he literally is sitting there unbothered, don't care nothing about this child. He gave more reaction and response when he found out that he that she had lied to everybody else about it. He was he didn't even show a lot of emotion when they was when she said that his mama accepted this daughter to her dying day. But the real victim, the real vag- vaginal victim was Mr. Smith. Because Mr. Smith got to go to his court and see if they can pull his name off the birth certificate. Even though, again, like I said, Mr. Jordan don't seem like he is even interested in being placed on the um birth certificate. Now, I don't know these people, so I'm just going off the little body language. But Mr. Jordan don't seem like he could get get care, care less about being placed on it. But Mr. Smith got to go back, petition the court, have his name removed. Mr. Smith got to go back and petition the court so this he back child support in arrears on a child that's not his. And, the, and this is the thing. There's no guarantee. The court can be like, you legitimize this child, so you stuck with it. But my thing is, is that I need these judges to start being a little bit more fair. I really feel like that the child support garnishment should be transferred over to Miss Deborah, since she was the one playing vagina games and telling vagina lies. And everybody, I know it's going to be folk that's going to be coming, but he should have got a DNA test. No, these children that was born, DNA testing that came with child support, I don't think that, 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 that probably started when Cash Money Records took over for the 9-9 in the 2000. I don't think children that was born in the, definitely in the 80s and the 70s. And then this is the thing. People with money was only the ones who was able to afford DNA tests. You heard me say flat out my mama made five thousand dollars a year, four hundred and sixteen dollars a month. And child support and, and DNA test was, you know, thousands of dollars back in the day. So don't don't sit here and try to condemn these men and say, well, they should have got DNA testing when it was not affordable. It was not in a regular working man's reach. To be able to order child support testing. Also, it was the era that if a woman said you was the father, you was just the father. They accepted it to be true, whether it was or it wasn't. And then she was playing these vagina games, and she didn't hit all these men for thirty-five years. So clearly, Miss Deborah was was vaginally sneaky cause these men's paths ain't crossed paths in 35 years. And so I just was like this is such a mess. And so I just I I the reason why I felt like this episode was important is because we need to be affirming our daughters. We should be also Affirming and teaching our sons. Don't be and, and mamas, don't you know? I know some of y'all think you supposed to get gritty with your son. Watch these fucking holes out here, blah blah blah. Ma'am, especially Miss Danicage, use the hole in question. Use the hole, OJ. Use the hole in question. So don't be talking all greasy like that to these boys like that. Show them a better woman through example. And then say to them, baby, this is how we need to help you teach them how to recognize women of substance. So when they get a woman of substance, they don't sit up in there and act like it's a foreign object that they don't know what to do with. But a lot of these men raggedy because they got raggedy mammoths. A lot of these men and women and children are are raggedy because they have been damaged. By their parents' nonsensical decisions. So that's what this is about accountability, ladies. And I did an episode about forgiving yourself. But this episode is about you got to take accountability and you need to take an inventory of your nonsense and be better. This baby has been damaged. 35 years of not knowing who her father is. Robbed of time with her real father. Because the other two men she had relationships with was around his family and dealt with him. But the actual man who was her father is the one man that she has no type of connection to. All because her mom wanted to pay, play vagina games. And I just think that Polar Mrs. Smith... He done paid, he been paying child support his whole life. And this is why you got to start teaching your sons to value their dicks and their bodies and their minds and their peace. Because a piece of ass Mr. Smith got when he was 19 years old, he got to be his mid 50s because of the fact that um, I'm saying like 40, 54, 55 Because 36 years, and he 55, 36 years, that gives him the gestational period. This baby says she was 35. So he got to be about 55 years old. He's still paying for a piece of raggedy, quote unquote, virgin ass that he, and I'm quoting that virgin part, ass that he got from the age of 19. He's still paying for a piece of ass he got when he was 19. At the age of 55. And ladies, you say you love your sons. You need to teach them how to value their body. And not want to pass their penis out like flyers. And not want to sit out there and let their hormones overtake their mind. And out here humping and dumping everybody like a dog. And so... Now, Mr. Smith got to get his name removed from a birth certificate and try to re- get released from these, these arrears and the child support payments. And I really wish the state would convert the dang-gone payments over to the lying mammy. Because this is unacceptable behavior. Because Mr. Smith is a vagina victim. He is just a vaginal victim. is what he is. And I feel bad for him. And... Miss Deborah, she she just she she still lacked too much accountability. She didn't seem remorseful. She was over there laughing and grinning like it was a game. So you in your fifties, you still ain't growing your old self up. Miss Deborah, done made a whole mess here. Miss Smith is not the father. Mister Mister Jordan missed his child's. Whole life. And this was the part. That tore my heart up. I'm up in here. The original crybaby. That's my cousin. The OCB. I'm up here. The original crybaby. And I'm crying like a baby. Because when this girl gets there. In front of that court. And she says. I'm 35 now. All I can do is ask to have a mentor. A guide. Someone to help her make better decisions. And someone to protect her. She said because she's always had to protect her mom, her brother, and her sister. That's a lot of responsibility on this young girl. Well, she's a young woman now. And between the fact that she has... She was taught too crazy about her real daddy and made it where she had no she had nothing for men. Then now she choose to be with women. Then her mama, who was supposed to be protecting her, but she having to protect her mama, she having to press protect her sister and brother. So now she's having to be forced to take on masculine energy. Now as she's standing there with a full man suit on. A man's button-down shirt. Her hair cut down to the quick. This masculine energy has been forced upon this baby. And she said she just wants somebody to protect her. Let me tell you something. This is the same feeling that thousands and millions of my cuties are probably feeling right now. Who has been, you know, my my myself included. Because my father was killed when I was four. Even though my parents were married. That still does not negate the absence, the void, the space that was missing. The fact that you have to be strong. That's why half of us be having high blood pressure and high this and hormonal imbalance. Because we are being literally, we have been catapulted. Into a position that's a two-person position, having to pay all these here nine million dollars, three and four thousand dollars for rents and, and cars and da da da. Because we live in America, it's a capitalistic society. It ain't free to live here. And they trying to get rid of Section Eight voucher. They trying to get rid of that too because they can make more money off of the um of the unit. So, all this here, well, they got masculine energy. But how how did they get there? And also, ladies, if you have sons, I'm not saying make them girly and and soft. But do show them how to look for compassion where compassion is needed. But that's going to require you to be a better example. And some of y'all are horrible examples. And it's hurt and people and the reason why I speak out against it when women are wrong, I do not uphold the wrong because of the fact is that it makes it where men are literally unable to identify women who are actually good, women who don't mean them any harm, who's not playing vagina games, who's not trying to trap them on babies, who not trying to lie. Who not trying to pose that to, 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 to pawn a baby off on them because you the because you the highest earner of the three fools that they slept with. And it's just it's just horrible. And I'm not saying men are off the hook and they victims because when you lie down, you take the risk of getting up with a baby. And they stupid, they try to play like they stupid because they ain't stupid. You know when you lay down with somebody wrong that you have a strong possibility that you can ready to get a baby. Most men don't even know what ovulation means. And so, ladies, also teach your man your sons the woman's body. Cause also that knowledge makes them sensitive, makes them compassionate rather. For when a woman is even going through her menstrual cycle. When she's going through her ovulation period. And what that means. But y'all sitting around here. Playing around. Is what y'all doing. You sitting around playing around. And it's not cool. It's not cool. So if you any of y'all like Miss Deborah, out here playing vagina games, destroying your children, hurting them, making putting them into a place where they can't hardly come back, or they loving you out of obligation, I need y'all to get it together. So I'm gonna stop right here, and take a break, and then I'm gonna come back. Because we got to go with part two of accountability. Because now I got to tell y'all the nonsense. Well, this ain't really nonsense. But what I seen on TikTok side of the game. Y'all, hold on to your hats. Because this one right here, it's a mess too. Bye, babies. Well, I, not bye. <laughs> i see y'all in a minute. Hey, cuties. I'm back. I guess we're going to be on the accountability tour today. All right. All right. All right. So, let's just jump back into jump on into part two. So part two, I'm sitting here um, scrolling through, not bothering nobody. I'm all out here on Bill Gores internet, not bothering nobody. And comes up in my feed, a young lady. She's literally having an emotional meltdown. She's in tears, crying, saying that she don't want to be a baby mama. That is the hardest thing, and that she's sick of having to be the bigger person. She's always having to take the high road for her daughter. He's never. He don't never. He don't never wanna wanna be in. He's so stubborn. He just want his way all the time, and I keep having to give in for my daughter's sake. And I'm just. I mean, she's literally. She's bawling. My heart is breaking for her. You know, I'm sitting here like trying to hold it together because it at at this age in this it, it's 2022 you having babies because you want to have babies even the overturn of roe v you still having babies because you want to because you still before we get to needing roe v it's a lot of shit that can happen iud's can happen condoms can happen birth control pills can happen um morning afters can happen um Um, patches can happen, um, inject shots. I I don't know if people still do depots, uh, but it's, it's, it's a lot of things that can be preventative. And of course, my favorite, which is keep your eyes and your ears open and your thighs shut. You need to see what he's showing you through his example, through his, through his actions. How is he treating you? How is he supporting you? How is he making sure you are good? How is he committing to you? How is he going to trying to take take you to the next level? How is he looking at you as a wife? How is he if if, if or even if he doesn't want marriage and he wants commitment? How is it have the documents been signed? Uh what have have the has everything been laid out? Does he even? Did he say he even wanted you? See, this is where I'm getting pissed. Because, my lovelies, these men are literally showing you by not showing up for you. And you laying down unprotected, getting a baby. And now you hear it on the TikTok in tears. Literally, my heart is breaking into a gazillion pieces because this baby... Because she's a younger girl. You can tell she probably in her 20s, maybe no more than early 30s. Old enough to know better, but still a younger person in the scheme of me. And the reason why it may seem like I'm a hard ass, but you can't... I can't... I can't... I can't, you know... Be like you a victim when I didn't went all these years without giving birth to no baby. You know, when I decided I want a baby, I I just adopted me one, and he's a big old baby. Shout out to you, baby. I love you. Mommy loves you. Anyway, at the end of the day, I was not finna let. Some fool who couldn't buy eye water to cry with. Y'all sitting up in here getting babies with 50-50 or homosexuals. And I'm going to tell y'all, cuties, I, if y'all don't listen to nothing I say to y'all, stop giving broke men ass raw. They got they the one who get it with the one leg up. They got the best. They know how to hit every corner. They know how to hit folk They know how to ring your pussy like a bell. Run. Because of the fact is. Is is that. You got to think about the long game. And y'all be thinking about the short game. You sitting up in here getting babies. And then they talking about. I can't even remember the dang gonna rate that women are not having orgasms. So some of y'all then sat up in here and then gave some fool your cooch and then got knocked up and you didn't even have an orgasm. I'm just so damn mad at y'all. I don't know what uh, to say. I really don't. Y'all sitting up in here. Um, giving these, giving y'all self to these men who ain't worth it and who can't afford nothing. Just sitting over here, just broke, busted, and, and um, disgusted. And y'all just, just y'all just think it's a goddamn game. And now we sitting up in here. And now here we are. This young baby is up here. That, okay, here it is. I didn't looked it up. More than 90% of men usually experience orgasms in their inter- intercourse. Amongst women, this proportion is only around 50%. Now, so let me look. That was some old stuff here. Let me look at the this here. It's 45 orgasm, orgasm stats. Okay, it says only 18% of women orgasm from vaginal sex. So just so most men, basically what I heard here, it's most of these men's dicks is trash no matter whether it's big, small, medium or large. It says 81% of women don't orgasm from intercourse alone without additional clit stimulation. Only 184 women of women report that intercourse alone is sufficient to orgasm. 95% of heterosexual men usually always orgasm during partner sexual act- activity to just 65 of heterosexual women. 65%. 5 out of 10 women have never had an orgasm at all. Though many of them will experience it later in life. So you got to wait till you got gray hairs on your cooch to be able to get a damn orgasm. That's what I just heard here. And then here it is. Here come the, here come the nonsense. 59% of women have faked an organ orgasm. And this is the thing because, and this is the part right here. This is the area of contention right here. Here comes sweet spot y'all. We Women take an average of 14 minutes doing partnered sex to orgasm, an average of eight minutes doing masturbation. So basically, a woman can get herself off faster than a man can. So here go the area of contention. 14 minutes. Well, most men, let me see how, let me, uh-uh, we got to go back. Most men don't have the patience or the fortitude, but, um, I'm going to look up how, how, um, many minutes of stamina does most men have because if it's taking 14 minutes for a woman to orgasm, uh, this is going to work. Let me see. And it says... Okay, they trying to get it up. What's is normal stamina? Okay, y'all. Here comes the nonsense. For males, the average time between the sheets is anywhere from two to five minutes. For women, it's a bit longer. About 20 minutes before reaching an orgasm. Let me tell you something. So, if it's taking 14 minutes to orgasm for a woman... So do you see why so many women are not getting an orgasm and they haven't, and they not going to see none until they was in their they 50s? And then you're not, this stamina, these here two to five minutes, this is probably healthy men, not the church's Popeye's eating, high blood pressure, uh, insulin-resistant, insulin-taking men. That ain't that ain't them. They not talking about them. They this is this here two to five minutes. It's probably for somebody sec- that's healthy. Probably a younger man who got a little bit more endurance. Two to five minutes is what they got for you. And it's taking you 14 minutes to get an orgasm. First of all, they can't even hold up the whole 14 minutes. So, that's the reason why, you know, we, I guess that's where the term premature ejaculation comes from. And y'all sitting up in here, getting yourself knocked up. And, and this is the thing. Women, I say this to y'all all of the time. If you, and this right here is especially, any woman who make under $100,000 a year. I'm definitely talking to you. Children are expensive as hell. So every time you have a child, you literally are putting yourself closer and closer to the poverty line. And so now I'm going to say, I'm going find out how, how much does it take to take care of a child in America? Because y'all y'all think I'm playing. Because um y'all keep y'all keep playing these vagina games. Y'all keep putting y'all vaginas out here on the roulette wheel A child of you. Y'all y'all just What is wrong with y'all? Okay. Listen to me. It says, raising a child is expensive. From the day your child is born until the day they turn 18, your family will spend about $310,605 or about $17,000 a year to raise a child in 2022. Okay, so that's $17,000 a year. Minimum wage in the USA 2022. So what is the average? I'm going to say, what is the average minimum wage in the U.S. In 2022. Ain't nobody coming with it. So they can't seem to tell me what the average minimum wage, and I know that's coming because it is from. Um, they they're giving me the average wage, the I okay average, okay so that's 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 giving me. Let me tell you something, cause I think Georgia's is like seven dollars and something. the average minimum wage in the United States is the average, the average minimum wage in the United States is $7 and 25 cents, which is about 1160 a month. So 1160 a month. And then they say it takes about $17,000 a year to raise a child. So that's, 14 dollars a month to take care of the average child in the United States but the, but the minimum wage puts you at eleven sixty 60 a month and for my cuties that don't make $17,000 a year you definitely ain't supposed to give nobody no ass sugar you supposed to be figuring out how you're gonna open up your Instagram boutique or your whatever, whatever it is, uh trade forex or whatever it is you're gonna to have to learn how to do to get some more coins in your pocket, or send shoot me an email, or inbox me on um Instagram or what or um TikTok or or send me an email at the cute girls Club at gmail.com because I got some stuff for you. Anyway. You can't afford to give up nowhere. I'm just being honest, and let's just go here for the cuties that think y'all got you got to figure it out. But let's just and you got to realize this seven twenty five that eleven $1, sixty. Uncle Sam ain't got here now. It's taking like fourteen hundred dollars on the average to take care of a child every year, but if you get eleven $1, sixty a month. And Uncle Sam taking twenty two percent. That leave you with nine hundred and four dollars, so you in a financial deficit when you every time you have a baby. So you when you you making fourteen it, it costs them fourteen hundred dollars a month, but that's you got you you making nine oh four, you making nine oh five because it's nine oh four eighty, so you making nine hundred and five dollars with your minimum wage. But you got three kids at $1,400. That's $4,200. You need to be making times 12. So you need to at least be making $50,000 a year just to take care of your kids. Not no housing, not no car, not no insurance, um, not no extras, not no clothes, not no food, not no none of that. If you got three kids, you need $50,000 a year just to take care of your three kids. And I guarantee you, if the cutest was the drop down, and I'm going to do that. I think I'm going to do a video when I want the cuties to drop down how much child support payments they get. I promise y'all, when I do that survey... Because I need to go ahead on and put me some makeup and stuff on so I can shoot that video. I bet you anything that they not, I'm not, I'm going to get very few cuties in them comments that's going to say that they may get $1,400 a month in child support. So ladies, this means you in a system that is designed for you to be, for you to fail. Because that's the reason why they want this. They hating this disproportionate in women. They hating that women are deciding to not have kids. They hating that women are working on their careers and making sure they got enough money to be comfortable. These men hate that because this these babies is poverty by design. Because they know it was supposed to be a man is a, a first of all it's a two person job. And they know when you're trying to do it by yourself, it is a recipe for poverty. And you got to think about, even if you are a person who make $100,000 a year, if you make $100,000 a year and you got three kids and you need $50,000, but her Uncle Salmon took 20, 30% because the higher your tax bracket, the more they take. So that's $70,000. So you got $20,000 to pay for housing, housing. Uh, Car, insurance, and all of that other stuff, so even with a hundred thousand dollars a year with three kids, that puts you on the poverty line so a hundred thousand dollars i mean I guess comfortably you hundred thousand dollars i'm a, i'm gonna be generous and say twenty two percent taxes taken out that leaves you at seventy eight thousand minus seventeen thousand that you got to pay for your child rent is three thousand dollars so that's minus thirty six thousand dollars you need for that so you got twenty five thousand dollars a year to pay for a car insurance and any other things that you want so basically at a hundred thousand dollars a year based on these numbers you probably comfortably having one child but most of y'all fat meat ain't greasy y'all gotta have at least two And I'm going to tell y'all, my mom always taught me one one time is a mistake, two times is a decision. So stop sitting up in here acting like you're the victim. But back to this young lady. Sitting here with tears in her eyes. She's bawling her eyes out. I'm going to tell you, and it hurt my feelings to have to come with an accountability stitch. But women need to be held accountable. She was like, he never, he's never flexible. He's never de-. no, because he doesn't have to be. Because first of all, again, we're in a society. They be like, but well, the course is for women. Of course the course is for women, because they men want women to keep primary custody of their kids so they don't have to deal with it. They would rather throw money at it and keep it moving and little money at that. And so that's why I'm just like, what? What? I need my ladies to wake up, wake your ass up. And she's sitting here with tears in her freaking eyes. And then when, and I was all into the video, compassionate until she hit a roadblock. She pressed my damn button. Y'all know how I am. You can't unring a bell. And baby, she rang my bell, baby. She rang it. Yes, she did. She when she said, I didn't ask to be a baby mom. Yes, you did. And I know, and, and and there was some people in the comments because I didn't say it in a mean tone. Because I'm not; it's not to be mean. It's to be informative. It's to be educational for women to learn from your mistakes and your bad decisions. Because, like I said, the first baby, okay, we'll give you to cut you to end. That, that that's a mistake. Now I, I don't know about if you had your first baby in your forties. I don't know about that. But if you had your first baby in under on the thirties, something. You know, it's, you, okay, that first one might've been a mistake, but when you got baby number two, you didn't, you know, and I'm just like, is epidurals making women thinking that these babies having babies is easy because I don't understand why anybody wants baby number two. Because baby, let me tell you something. The first time I seen a baby being born, I said, oh no, we'll never do this. This is horrible. Blood was everywhere. And it was and then and, and, and gave birth to a nine pound baby. I said, Oh no ma'am. So I don't know what it is that makes y'all say sign up for part two and three. Cause they don't even be that cute to me. Especially when they first come out. And so I was sitting I'm sitting there like, um, why? Why are you all not waking up? These men showing y'all they don't care nothing about you. They leaving. They don't care nothing about you. They they don't care nothing about your child. They didn't. They came for sex and they look two to five minute a ejacu- a uh, 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 worth of pumps for their ejaculation. They don't really care because the fact that. All these women are not having orgasms, so they don't even care if you have an orgasm, baby. So you know if they don't care nothing about your little orgasm, they damn sure don't care nothing about your baby. They don't care nothing about you. They don't care about your well-being. They don't care if you be impoverished. They don't care if you're hungry. They don't care if you have to sacrifice. They don't care anything about any of that. All they want is to get to ejaculate inside of you. And y'all women are sitting up in here not being vaginably knowledgeable, letting people get, uh, ejaculating you who done been up in everybody else, giving you bacterial vaginosis and and um yeast infections and and HPV and shit like that. And the fact is is that they be carriers of the damn HPV. Ladies, I've just got tired with the shit. And so I'm sitting here like Hating to, to to have to say this to this young lady, but if you were not raped, if you were not molested, and that includes date rape, and a lot of people, you know, a lot of men don't want to admit that they rapists, but y'all are rapists, and a lot of them move rapey, and so. I'm just saying to women, I need for y'all to wake up and I need, I know, and I'm just trying to figure out a vagina can't think, but for whatever reason, y'all vagina will make y'all dumber than anything. Y'all is literally in special education classes. Y'all are in vaginally remedial classes. You dumb. Your vagina is dumb as hell. Borderline retarded. Cause y'all, we keep hearing generation after generation after generation after generation of women being falling for the banana in the tailpipe, having these babies with these men that don't want you and don't want your baby. And I had to say this in to, in this video to this young girl. Don't sit here and say you didn't choose to be a baby mama because if you laid up and you did not have protection and you not, I don't give a damn if you a virgin, you know that sperms and eggs make babies. I'm sorry. Even if you learn that with a a chicken or with with a puppy, sperms and eggs makes babies. So you can't sit here and act like you didn't know. You lay down with that man intentionally. You had a mind movie that y'all was gonna be together. Da 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 da, and I heard a lot of women. I had a few women jump in my. These men are good actors. They sell you a good story. Blah blah blah. Okay, but if they selling you a story, but where's the facts, lady? He want to be with you. Okay, well where your ring? You got your ring. You been engaged for five years, six years, ten years. Why? If you ain't got no date set in within six months, or nobody asking you to marry you, you might as well go ahead and put yourself back on the market. Fuck him, cause that ain't nobody committed to trying to be with you. And this is another thing: if a man is saying, "Well, I gotta get this together, and I need to have my money," and da 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 da, and I'm telling you, I didn't done all this. I didn't make these dumbass decisions. I just didn't get caught up on the baby. But I'm saying to y'all, when these men turn to tell y'all, they place holding you. If you see a man that don't, he don't have his own car. He still stay at his mama house. He don't have his own apartment. He still, <clears throat> he having to live off you. He trying to be split, room um uh shit 50-50 with you. He, he needs you for survival. He don't care nothing about you and your kids. He he, he couch surfing. Some of y'all done got babies with homosexuals. Y'all done got babies with fools that's couch surfing. And this is the thing. If you and your child are going to be abandoned, at least pick somebody who can afford the $17,000 a year to take care of your baby. To take some of the load off of you. Y'all literally is laid up in here with fools. Who can't even divide the 1700 with you? It's pitiful. But y'all, they ain't even got the, the $17,000 a year, which is $8,500, which is $708. I bet when I do that survey, most of the women is not going to say they even get the $708 in child support. But y'all sitting up in here letting mother hunters tell you they love you, you fine, and you, you know your wet, wet, your head game, your this. And some of y'all, I want to punch y'all in the mouth because y'all done laid up, got the baby with a broke mother hunter who can't take care of you or your kids, that didn't come for you or your kids, and you over here sucking peens and licking buttholes and juggling balls. I could slap y'all dead in the face. You up in here being a porn star for a fool that can't even get a bank account and got an EBT card in his wallet. I could choke the shit out of y'all. Ladies, wake wake up. Stop letting these fools play y'all. And you have to realize when you let a fool play you with a baby, you getting played for 18 years solid. And it's usually 25-30. But financially, it's definitely 18 years solid for two to five minutes of sexual activity before they orgasm. Five minutes of sex, 18 years of struggle, $306,000 a year uh, uh, over 18 year period, $17,000 a year. To take care of a baby that came from five minutes of sex. And let's just say you had super dick and he was able to do it for an hour. Is it still worth it? I don't think the punishment fits the crime. I'm just telling you ladies. I need y'all to wake up. You can be analytic. You you want to be smart when you're trying to go through phones and confronting women and going in DMs and shit. But when it comes to your dumb ass vagina, then all of a sudden you stupid. Oh, you didn't mean to be a baby mama. Yes, you did. And let me tell you something. I said... When I quoted in the video, y'all definitely need to go check that out over the Cute Girls Club at um, TikTok. When she says... That she didn't want, she didn't, she didn't ask to be a baby mama. And I'm like, bless your heart. And these men are telling y'all, between the proud boys, how about they want to go out of the state, between the the, the bi boys and the and the and the down low boys and the and the boys boys and the homosexuals and all of this nonsense. Fools that can't read, fools that don't have no money. And then, comedian Corey Holcomb comes up on his show. And I can't tell you that it's some days that, you know, I have a love-hate relationship for his show. Because some of that stuff is too harsh. Because he has no filter. But he makes a statement, and I'm paraphrasing. Not trying to quote him verbatim. You know, if you want to get the quote verbatim, go over to the 5150 on YouTube and Google it. he it'll come up. But he makes the statement if the man does not love the mother, he hates the mother and he ha- or he hates the mother, he hates the mother and the child. And his co-host was like, woo, because that was harsh to them. But when I thought about it, it hurt me to my, I said, oh my God, that is such a horrible thing to say. But when I thought about these absentee father rates, it kind of supports his statement. Because let me tell you something, you, you, you avoid what you don't love. You don't put your money on what you don't love. You don't spend your money on what you hate. You don't spend your time on what you hate. And these men hate these women for getting these babies because they didn't want them babies. They ain't even want you, the woman. And here's an indicator when you know he don't want you. He ain't committed to you. He ain't had. He had not a damn conversation about exclusivity. He hasn't even talked to you about his even ability to be monogamous. These kind of conversations ain't even been had. And you laid up, hey, letting somebody do five minutes up in your coochie. Like, shout out to Billy Sorrell, beautiful comedian. Check him out on YouTube. But he said, "All oh, for some nigga that's trying to test drive your coochie. You letting these men test drive your vagina. Because they only came for the de- test drive. They didn't come to uh, buy the car. A lot of them knew they couldn't even afford the car. But they wanted to go for the test drive. And I'm talking to my Lamborghini girls. Because this happening to y'all too. You making four and five and six figures. You got two, three, four degrees. And you will let some homosexual up in your house. Some predator, some molester, some fool that ain't got nothing. Up in your house and knock you up. Now you over here resentful because you got to take care of baby all by yourself. Because low key in your subconscious, you mad because you gave ass to a fool you knew couldn't provide for you or your child. So I want to hear, no, I I didn't ask to be a baby mama. If you laid up and had unprotected sex with a man, you were not raped or molested, you, yes, you signed up to be a baby mama. And like I said in the video, it's come come. I was like, that. met y'all are married single mothers. You just got somebody in the house who pays some of the bills. But you are 1,000% responsible for your child. He'll play with them. But your child ain't no puppy. Your child need to go to this meeting. They need help with homework. They need values. They need to be prayed with. They they need need a father to show them love. They need their father to show them how to treat people. They They need their father's discipline to show them how to. They need to learn how to conduct themselves. Children need their parents And so women, I need for y'all to start picking their second parent to be somebody who got an ability has something to teach them besides how to be a whore, how to give up dick. That ain't what you want your children to be taught, I don't think. Some of y'all got laid up with these men who don't even have a viable skill that they can transfer onto your child to teach them how to navigate and sustain themselves in this life. And parents, maybe I just need to ask y'all a question. Do you even know what your job is? Your job is to produce a human being who is able to financially, emotionally, spiritually sustain themselves once they leave your home. Not put them in front of a TV or in front of a laptop and just let them grow up. Feed them, uh, nutritionally poor, and just let them grow up and now you got to get the hell out of my house. But at the end of the day, my cuties, stop telling my child, didn't sign up to be no baby mama. I need you all to be accountable. And let me tell you, accountability is not easy. So I get why a lot of people are dropping the ball. Because re- accountability requires you to be responsible. Responsibility resp- requires you to be focused responsibility requires you to make decisions that you may not necessarily like to make but they're the best decision so when you are here making emotional ass vaginal ass decision ladies i'm gonna tell you stop and this is another thing y'all sitting up in here letting men that's ugly that look like 12 hells, that ain't got eye water to cry with broke homosexual nonsensical, dumb, can't read, see, spy, run, nut up in you and get you knocked up. Okay. Y'all, I gotta go because y'all done got on my damn nerve. I done got pissed off listening. I I done got pissed off listening to me. What the hell is going on? Now I'm starting to sound like my mama. The more I try to teach you, the dumb I get. Y'all, y'all I'm getting pissed because I want y'all to win, cuties. And let me tell you something: you cannot win like this and if, and, and I'm not going to say you can't, because there's nothing you can't do. But when you add another person onto it, you make it harder to get to the finish line, especially when you add another person that you're not prepared for. See if you already made two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, three hundred thousand dollars a year in the United States, and you end up—oops—I'm knocked up. I got a baby. If it's by some nothing ass fool, is it gonna be hard emotionally on your child? But you don't want to be your child's Stuff to be hard on them emotionally, spiritually, financially. And the reason why I say spiritually is because y'all got all these soul ties floating around in y'all vagina. Then y'all y'all um meet these men y'all laid up with, got them over your kids, kissing them and hugging them and spending time with them. And they got all these here vaginal demons and all these spirits and shit over them. Your damn men need to bathe your baby in sage after they done spent time with their horse ass daddy. Or are you the whore in question? Ladies, I need us to be accountability, accountable. These kids need us to be better. So, again, I did the video about them telling us to choose better. And so, my cuties, I'm not going to crush it all. I'm very proud of those of you who are choosing better y'all are not choosing the nonsensical man. Y'all not choosing the man who's not who lacks accountability. Y'all not choosing the man who has an inability to to communicate or doesn't know how to communicate well or only knows how to communicate in anger. Y'all y'all are choo- y'all leaving these men alone. But the next part of choosing better, the father of your children. That is a big one. Somebody that knows how to be a good role model to your child, and let me tell you something: if if your man is a whore, like like what me alone dealing with, well, you need you you need your man needs to what well, it appears to be allegedly. Um, if that's the type of man, choose one that learn, knows what the word discretion means. Don't get don't get out there where my child understands that you are a man whore. And that you can't control your genitals. Or that you can't. It's a lot of women who was hoes. But their kids didn't know it. It was just mama. Not mama the hoe. Because they was discretionary. They ain't had men coming in and out of their house. And for the cutest that got. Every time your child look up. It's a different um, Uncle stop it. Because they eventually gonna grow up, and once they learn about sex, then they gonna it gonna put two and two together. And I'm sorry, two and two always equal four, and it's not okay. As far as I'm concerned, I'm still right now fifty some years old. I don't even, I, I. As far as I'm concerned, my mom ain't had no more sex after me. I, I don't know, because that was not something I was privy to. That wasn't my business. And it shouldn't be your children's business. If you have children and you are purchasing a house, apartment, or whatever, whatever, make sure whatever it is got roommate style. Don't pick no house where all the rooms on one side of the house and your children can hear, uh-uh, uh-uh, nope, 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 nope. That's something they don't need to know. And if their mother and the father, you in their home with their father, it's okay for them to see hugs and kiss. It's okay for them to see affection. But just y'all having a hardcore porno, like the old people, porno, that's unacceptable. So my cuties, I guess I mean, they have accountability to it. No, I'm just kidding. But I really want you guys to wake up, make great decisions. And make vi- vagina decisions that will not be detrimental to your financial situation. I'm not saying I'm not even saying don't have kids, but you also need to pe- put things in perspective. If you go up in there and get knocked up by a bomb or you get knocked up by somebody because a lot of y'all don't even know if these fools is bipolar they haven't probably haven't been diagnosed, but you you probably got a baby with somebody who is mentally unstable. If every time you have a conversation about something he don't like, is he explosive? That's probably spore and bipolar combo. That's not all you want to have no babies with. Guard your wounds, ladies. Make great decisions. And I'm not saying all men are bad. I'm just saying choose one that's good, that's going to be a good example. And ain't none of them going to be perfect. But pick one that's going to show them a moral fiber that makes some sense. That's going to make them want to be proud of themselves and proud to be from the family. And so, cuties, I love you all. I want y'all to have a great week. And I'll drop the one about that low vibrational plate on Monday, tomorrow. Sending you guys love. You have a good day and a good week. Bye. Hey, cuties. I hope you had lots of fun hanging out with us today. Please like, share, and subscribe so you get notified when new episodes drop. Or follow the Cute Girls Club on Instagram and TikTok. Until next time, stay cute in these streets. Thanks for listening.